Chapter Eight of Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan by Richard Gordon Smith a miraculous sword about the year 110 bc there lived a brave prince known in japanese history as yamato daki no mikoto footnote yamato daki no mikoto one of the 80 children of the emperor keiko was a great hero of the prehistoric age while yet a stripling he was sent by his father to destroy the rebels of western japan in order to accomplish this end he borrowed the gown of his aunt who was high priestess of east and thus disguised made the rebel chieftains fall in love with him while carousing in the cave where they dwelt then suddenly drawing a sword from his bosom he smote them to death he next subdued the province of ismo and finally conquered eastern japan which was at that time a barbarous waste after many adventures both warlike and amorous he died on the homeward march to yamoto where the emperor his father held court and footnote he was a great warrior as was his son who is said to have been a husband to the empress jingo i presume a second one for it could not have been the emperor who was assassinated before the empress's conquest of korea however that does not very much matter to my story which is merely the legend attached to the miraculous sword known as the kusangi no surugi the grass-cutting sword which is held as one of the three sacred treasures and is handed down from father to son in the imperial family the sword is kept at the atsua shrine in owari province at the date given by my interpreter a hundred and ten b c i should add or thereabouts allowing large margins yamato daki no mikoto had been successful at all events in suppressing the revolutionists known as the kumaso in kyushu being a man of energy and possessing a strong force of trained men he resolved that he would suppress the revolutionists up on the northeastern coasts before starting yamato daki no mikoto thought he should go to east to worship in the temples to pray for divine aid and to call on an aunt who lived near yamato daki spent five or six days with his aunt princess yamato him 
to whom he announced his intention of subduing the rebels she presented him with her greatest treasure the miraculous sword and also with a tinder and flint box before parting with her nephew yamato hime no mikoto said this sword is the most precious thing which i could give you and will guard you safely through all dangers value it accordingly for it will be one of the sacred treasures legend says that in the age of the gods susan o no mikoto once found an old man and a woman weeping bitterly because a mammoth eight-headed snake had devoured seven of their daughters and there remained only one more whom they felt sure the eighth serpent's head would take susan no no mikoto asked if they would give him the daughter if he killed the snake to which they gladly assented susan no filled eight buckets with sake wine and put them where the serpent was likely to come and hiding himself in the vicinity awaited events the monster came and the eight heads drank the eight buckets full of sake and became naturally dead drunk susan no then dashed in and cut the beast to bits in the tail he found a sword the celebrated and miraculous sword kusangi no tsurgi the grass-cutting sword of our story after bidding farewell to yamato hime no mikoto the prince took his departure setting out for the province of suruga on the eastern coast to find what he could hear it being in a turbulent state and it was there that he ran into his first danger and that his enemies laid a trap for him through their knowledge that he was fond of hunting there were some immense rush plains in suruga province where now stands the village of yitsumura yata means burning fields it was resolved by the rebels that one of them should go and invite yamato daki to come out and hunt while they were to scatter and hide themselves in the long grass until the guide should lead him into their midst when they would jump up and kill him accordingly they sent to yamato daki a plausible and clever man who told him that there were many deer on the grass plains would he come and hunt them the man volunteered to act as guide the invitation was tempting and as he had found the country less rebellious than he had expected the prince accepted when the morning arrived the prince in addition to carrying his hunting bow carried the sword given him by his aunt the princess yamato the day was windy and it was thought by the rebels that as the rushes were so dry it would be more sure and less dangerous to themselves to fire the grass 
for it was certain that the guide would make the prince hunt up wind and if they fired the grass properly the flames would rush with lightning speed towards him and be absolutely safe for themselves yamato daki did just as they had expected he came quietly on suspecting nothing suddenly the rushes took fire in front and at the sides of him the prince realized that he had been betrayed the treacherous guide had disappeared the prince stood in danger of suffocation and death the smoke dense and choking rushed along with rapidity and great roaring yamato daki tried to run for the only gap but was too late then he began cutting the grass with his sword to prevent the fire from reaching him he found that whatever direction he cut in with his sword the wind changed to that direction if to the north he cut the wind changed to the south and prevented the fire from advancing farther if to the south the wind changed to the north and so on taking advantage of this yamato daki retaliated upon his enemies he got fire from his aunt's tinder-box and where there was no fire in the rushes he lit them cutting through the grass at the same time in the direction in which he wished the fire to go rushing thus from point to point he was successful in the endeavor to turn the tables on his enemies and destroyed them all it is important to note that there is in existence a sword said to be this sword in the atsua shrine owari province a great festival in honor of it is held on june twenty first every year from that place yamato daki no mikoto went on to sagami province finding things quiet there he took a ship to cross to kazua province accompanied by a lady he deeply loved who was given the title of himi princess because of yamato daki's rank her name was takibana they had not got more than ten miles from shore when a terrible storm arose the ship threatened to go down this said takibana himi is the doing of one of the sea goddesses who thirst for men's lives i will give her mine my lord perhaps that may appease her until you have safely crossed the wicked sea without further warning takabana himi cast herself into the sea the waves closed over her head to the consternation and grief of all and to the breaking of yamato daki's heart as tachibana himi had expected the sea goddess was appeased the wind went down the water calmed and the ship reached kazua province in safety yamato daki went as far as yizo putting down small rebellions on the way several years afterwards 
accompanied by many of his old officers he found himself back on the side of a hill in sagami province overlooking the place where poor takabana himi had given up her life for him by throwing herself into the sea the prince gazed sadly at the sea and thrice exclaimed with tears flowing down his cheeks brave though he was azuma waya alas my dearest wife and eastern japan about the middle has since then been called azuma end of chapter eight recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c